0: Hi, I'm Trevor Cochran and welcome to the Garden Gurus Live. It's our weekly show where Joanne Harris and I share seasonal garden advice. We feature a variety of garden lovers from all over Australia and the world and we give you the opportunity to interact and ask your garden questions. To join the chat live and ask your gardening questions, all you need to do is like the Garden Gurus Facebook page and tune in every week. This live stream is brought to you by Still and Garden Express. Garden Express is Australia's largest online and mail order garden supplier, leading the way in helping customers create beautiful gardens. From their garden centre to your door, their easy to use ordering system takes the fuss out of planning your garden. To create your dream garden, head to gardenexpress.com.au. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Garden Gurus Live. I'm Joanne Harris and I'm really pleased to be here with you this Friday. I'd like to say thanks very much for the wait this morning. Um, I had a funeral. It was Bob Melville's funeral this morning and I really wanted to attend it. So I appreciate you all waiting until this afternoon for the live show. And of course, welcome back to, this is our last show for 2022. Um, we'll also give away some very exciting prizes with over $450 in Garden Express gift vouchers um, are to be won. If you haven't entered already, comment your favourite story from the Garden Gurus on the live chat for a chance to win. Entries for the competition will be closing halfway through the program um, during this one and uh, we'll be drawing the winners at the end of the show. We also have some exclusive sneak peeks of the last two episodes of the Garden Gurus, episode three of the uh, Best of Garden Gurus and episode 15 of the Classic Garden Gurus show. So, Make sure you watch those. It's the last show for the year. Uh, We have another amazing deal from you from Garden Express on gift cards, and we'll have Rowan from the team here talking to us. And later, I'll be sharing my plant of the week with you. I've got some ideas for Christmas. And of course, don't forget to ask any of your gardening questions in the live show. Please make sure you include um, your location so that I can best answer for your environment. So what we're going to do now is um, we are going to speak with Rowan at Garden Express because Rowan's got a great um, little gift card to mention. Morning, Rowan.
1: Hi, Joe, How are you going?
0: Good. Oh, it's much easier to hear you than it was the I, I
1: had a big thing in my mind that I was going to skip every second word, but I couldn't do it to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. it was really hard. I could kind of see his mouth moving and I knew what he was saying, but... Never mind. That's a shame. Next time.
1: But he's in Bali so he can be forgiven.
0: Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we have, um, it's the end of the year. It is. the final one for us,
1: Rowan. Isn't it? So um, yeah, we're everyone. Everyone's uh, now having a bit of a bit of a break. We 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 will be working right up until the twenty second, the end of play on the twenty second. But um, yeah, it's a bit of a skeleton staff here at the moment. There's not too many people around. Um, yeah. But
0: nice, but you guys were really packing it last last week. I bet you were just flat out
1: trying to get everything out to to try and meet the Christmas deadlines for everyone as best we can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well done. It's always well, a Always a little bit of a struggle this time of the year, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully everyone
0: gets ordered in, in time. But I love this idea of your gift card. Um, not only are you giving a 20% bonus, so I buy a gift card, say, for $100, but my friend or family ends up getting it for 120 that they can
1: spend. Yeah, yeah uh so so obviously that's that you know it's a, it's a nice thing to uh to give to people this time of year and getting that 20% extra value just just allows them to buy um a little bit more and and uh, enjoy the the gift a little bit more so um we've got four available um we have got a 50 that you'll get 60 dollars value for we've got a um uh 100 that you'll get a 100 um one hundred and twenty dollars worth of value, one hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty, and and two hundred to two forty. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it it's good.
0: It's fantastic, actually. I think it's great. It's been quite a year, Rowan. You've um given us and our our um, viewers uh, some amazing deals. You know, um, bulbs, um, anthuriums, all sorts of things along the way.
1: Been a lot this season, hasn't there? I um... yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to enter the competition, but my favourite, uh, my favourite one was probably the um, the uh, blue kangaroo paw. You can't go past it, can you? No, um, no, the, I love you, it. Over it, it. Uh, um, oh, gone. You, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yes, I do. The and,
1: celebration lines. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful um, colours, and the blue one's stunning. But all that range is stunning.
0: Yeah, they really are, and they're so different. You know, you you see them. I've got a neighbour that put one in, and she's got quite a few kangaroo paws. And as I'm driving past, you can it just bings. You can see it in amongst everything else. So you don't have to have fifty of them to make an impression. They can just be dotted, you know, waved through your garden. It,
1: it looks fantastic. So that's my favourite. Guys, put me down. I, put
0: you I- down. <laughs> There might be a little bit of nepotism there if you won, though, Rowan. Don't think it's going to work this time. Look, I hope you and your family and everybody at Garden Express has a wonderful Christmas.
1: Thank you very much. And
0: thank you for your support again this year. It means a lot to the garden gurus um, to have Garden Express on. Um, I know personally I buy your stock from my garden centre and I know the quality that you, you have. Um so yeah it's we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah I'm much the same as what you were saying to Trevor earlier earlier about the quality. I mean we we we're the same as you. We'll only send out quality that's good and then if for whatever reason it doesn't not that it happens very often but if it doesn't arrive then we also have our 100% guarantee so yeah. We'll um we'll get you a new plant out otherwise we'll um re- refund you fully so yeah.
0: Can't ask for much more than that really. I mean we're dealing with a living product too. And um, yeah, you guys do it in an impressive, an impressive way. Next time in Ma- I'm in Melbourne, I'd like to come over and meet you all and have a look at some of the things you do, just so that we can talk even easier.
1: Yes, you're <laughs> welcome at any time.
0: Thank you, Rowan. Well, look, thanks for your time this year. Uh, thanks for being part of the gurus, and um, I hope you have a very safe and happy one with lots of laughter and love from your family.
1: Thank you very much. Back tip back straight back at you, and um, yeah, thank we'll- you will
0: be involved again for sure all right catch you soon rowan have a safe one bye all right, guys, so uh, get your answers in there. You've got to beat Rowan. He can't win anything. So let's see what we can do. All right, let's get on with some questions, shall we? Um, so Denise is in Bell Divers, and she sent us in a video. Um, These are ba- bees are making themselves at home in the backyard garden. Are you able to identify the D- bee? Is it a native leaf cutter bee? No, I think it's actually a blue-banded bee that I saw um, on the video. Um, so, yeah, have a look at the blue banded you know um there's a woman called faye acaro who uh does the curtain radio show on a saturday morning faye and ray um and she is probably for me one of the the most experienced and knowledgeable people on bees on insects and especially the uh blue banded uh you might want to give her a call and have a bit of a chat on the radio with her about it also um, okay, and now we're in Warwick and Bex has asked, she says, hi, Joanne, I've just moved into a house and was left these plants, but I have no idea what they are or how to look after them. Please, can you give me some advice on maintenance and what type of plants are they? Thank you so much. Okay, so this one here, gosh, that's funny. This one here is um, a pothos, and it's a very easy plant to grow it's one of those plants that you can grow in water you can grow in a pot it likes just a neutral soil so it does it's not too fussy um and i love the way they've wound it around that light fitting too uh which is perhaps why they left it for you um so yeah that's um that's a pothos very easy just some good liquid fertilizer is all you need um and it should uh That should stay really nice and healthy. One of the things that you need to know is they all like good sunlight, okay? So you've got to have um, adequate light for indoor plants. There is no indoor plants. So we take plants indoor and, um, and so if we could just make sure that you've got good adequate light for them. Enough water, don't let them sit in too much water, otherwise they rot. Um, if you find that it's getting a bit long, a bit leggy, or a little bit brown on the ends, cut some off, put it into a vase of water and grow it on your mantelpiece, and uh, you know, on your windowsill perhaps, um, and then that the original plant will fatten up a bit for you. The other one on this side is a Hoya, and I see that there's a flower um, on that right up near the top. On the top left hand side, left hand for me anyway. Um, Now, Hoyas um, are really quite easy plants to grow indoors, but a Hoya will not flower unless it has adequate sunlight. So, if you find that you've got this, um, the Hoya that you've got and where it's hanging and it doesn't um, give you any more flowers, then you might find three things actually it must have good adequate light okay it doesn't like hot sunlight but it needs and I suspect it needs a little bit more than where it is although perhaps more sunlight's coming through than what that photo is indicating um, and also they like to be a little bit pot bound or not pot bound they like to be tight in their pot is probably a better way to describe it um, and then uh, the other thing is fertilizer. They do like a bit of fertilizer too. So, a little bit of power feed or eco grow, something like that, eco vital at least. All right, so um, they're not hard to look after. Don't overwater plants. That's one of the biggest things people do, the worst things they do through the summertime, especially. Okay, so now we are on to Petal. Um, she's in Quambone. Which is north of Dubbo. I may not have said that correct. This is a leaf off my nectarine tree. She's only two years old and cannot find anything on the trunk or branches. Could you please help me to help my tree? So I'm assuming what you're saying is what I can see there is some sort of little leaf cutter, or it's perhaps the, um, it'll be the, uh, it'll be a caterpillar. Um, So a moth will have laid in under the, the uh, cells and that's where the caterpillar will emerge from. It's not such a big thing. Um, If you have it all over your plants, you may want to deal with that. Um, Look, when I see things like that, I just squish it. I don't know if that really grosses people out or not, but I just use my thumbs and finger, forefinger and and just squish those sort of things. I don't bother getting out a chemical or, or doing any damage. But If you leave them, they will come out and more than likely decimate uh, most of the leaves that they're coming out on at least. Um, So, yeah, that's what I would do. Squish it. Don't worry too much about it. Make sure that it's not over the entire plant. Otherwise, your leaf looks pretty healthy. It looks nice and green. Um, And you're in north of Dubbo. Yeah, okay. So it should grow really well for you there also. Okay, so we're off to Jervis Bay in New South Wales and June has asked, can you tell me what's happening with my magnolia little gem, please? It's been doing well in a pot for a couple of years. Now it has loads of brown and spotty leaves. Well, I would suggest by looking at your pot also, the pot is now too small for it. It looks like you've got something growing around the base of it also, which is pretty and it works fine, except that if you have... um, If you let the roots get too full in a pot when it's something like a magnolia, you'll find that you get um, a fungal problem and it's usually um, from overwatering or the water being held in the pot for too long, i.e. perhaps the roots have gone through the bottom of the hole or if they haven't gone through the bottom, they can certainly clog the hole up. So you might find that. I would um, probably... uh, I would take off the leaves, I would take it out of the pot, I'd rot, turn the pot over, pull the plant out and then have a look at the root system and see how wet and whether that soil in there is dank or not. Um, you may want to then put it into the next size pot up, just go four or five centimetres bigger, you don't have to go massive but it'll give it some nice fresh soil around it. If you can't make it in a bigger pot then use some sea salt half strength sea salt and let the pot dry out as much as you can without it being overly dry um, but yes you have if you think also that the roots might have a bit of an issue where they might be a little bit sodden more sodden than what you'd want them to be then um give it a um, um a half strength spray of manga and that should help it for you all right so i hope that helps petal Sorry, June. Uh, Christine of Gosnells. Hi, Christine. I think you might be... I think we need to do a special shout-out for you, Christine. I think you might be um, might be related to one of us here. Uh, so how do I deter mosquitoes breeding in my bromelades? Christine, I have that same problem. Um, I love broms. They're really gorgeous, aren't they? Um, now, what I found... Um, where I live, and I live quite close to the river, so I have lots of mosquitoes anyway. And then I realised that there's twice as many in my backyard because I've got all these Broms sitting around. And your problem, like mine, is that they sit in the funnel of the, the Brom and then they breed the larvae. The only thing I think you can do with it is freshen the water every couple of days. So um, I usually just fill them up to overflowing and then the larvae um, is exposed. It comes out of the water. You've got fresh water in it and that's the only way that I've found um, that I've been able to do anything with them. Okay. So hopefully, um, and yes, and we know you're Shaylee's grandmother, so I hope uh, you're enjoying the program. She's certainly doing a good job here. (laughs) All right, Um, announcement, okay, just to let everybody know that the competition entries have now officially closed, okay. We'll be drawing the winner at the end of the show, so stay tuned, there's some great prizes to be won. All right, so now let's have a sneak peek at The Garden Gurus, episode 15. This is the last guru show for the year, and it's on tomorrow night. Tomorrow afternoon, sorry. Merry
1: Christmas, mate. What? It's all yours. You're kidding me? Here's the glasses? Earmuffs? Enjoy. Oh. Absolute ripper. Mate. <laughs> If you've got an old bathtub like this, you're in luck because they're great for creating a fun garden bed. I think the trendy term now is (laughs) upcycling. vegetables, herbs, even microgreens. Now, the frame itself is set up with these adjustable shelves and under each one are magnetic strips and you can use this to attach, in this case, a pump. Christmas only comes once a year, so make sure you get your stockings well filled.
0: Oh, I'm glad there wasn't a Santa suit that fitted me. Um, Okay, so let's, uh, so yeah, watch that tomorrow afternoon. Should be good um don't forget to include your state it makes it so much easier for me all right so Brenda at Gippsland and Victoria has asked could you please tell me what this is uh these are on my hydrangeas ha- and I'm in South Gipp- Gippsland Victoria thank you now um okay I think that's cottony cushiony scale I was going to say mealybug but it's awfully big for mealybug So I think it's cottony cushiony scale and the way I would deal with that is some eco-oil or some neem oil. Um, When you've got got, um, bugs like that, when you've got scale, you need to cover them. You smother them with oil. So um, some sort of horticultural oil is the best for that Um, and I would think that that's what they are definitely. So just um, either go out, pick them all off, Squish them or um, use some horticultural oil. You're going to need to obviously go under the leaf as well as on top of the leaf, and that should clean, that should do it. Don't do it on a 35-degree day, or if you have to do it because it's hot, put them into, the, into a sheltered, shaded position and do it then. All right. Your hydrangeas should start to look really beautiful at the moment too. Lynn's in Queensland, and she said, could you tell me what this flower is, please? Yes, that is a spicula. That's a um, do they call it scarlet lily? Um, isn't that terrible? I think it's called a scarlet lily. Um, it's beautiful flower though. They're not as easy to find these days. Um, you get them often around bulb time. Um, so yeah, scarlet lily. Um, Shaley's in calamunda. Um, and she says, hello, I've been growing this cactus for a while and it sprouted a flower suddenly now that I'm not, I'm not neglecting my plants. Do you have any idea of what sort of cactus it is? Yes. Now, that is an Easter lily cactus. Isn't it just stunning? I've got a couple of these and um, all it takes is a little bit of looking after your cacti and they do some amazing things at this time of the year. Um, I've had yellow flowers, pink flowers, tangerine flowers, just it's been fabulous um so yeah that looks like a really nice one and it looks like it's got some pups on it too shaley so you'll be able to um to get some extra plants out out there and by next christmas you could be giving those away i like your little pot stand too that's really cute all right so that's an easter lily cactus or an econops All right, so we're going down to Mandurah, and Nicole is in Falcon, near Mandurah. We're looking for some advice on what natives to plant in our backyard. We live in Falcon and and are quite close to the beach. We're trying to find a landscaping company that deals specifically in natives but have had no luck. We are tired of putting in plants that don't do especially well and want to put something in that will last instead of having to change it every few years, any information." I would try, now you're in Mandurah, I would try um, a very beautiful designer called, um, well, she is beautiful, but she does beautiful designs, Sue Torlak. Sue used to work up at Santharia Nursery. She's been running her own business for quite some time now. If you go on to the... um, If you go onto our website, uh, guildfordgardencentre.com.au and have a look under landscaping, there's two links, one's to the Landscaping Association and one's to the Design Association. And you'll find that Sue's number is on there. And when you go in, you'll see quite... Um, professional um, people are being presented there and that they will have examples of their work and I know that Sue does predominantly natives and she's a beautiful designer so it might be worth having a look at that. Sue will come with her own team she'll have landscapers people that will put in the hard landscaping will plant the plants if that's what you wish to have done Um, and she will come with her own professional team or people that she refers to so it might be a good place to start there and move on from that okay hey tyson it's uh our last program i'm going to miss you next friday what are we going to do without tyson in our lives uh tyson can i please ask can i please plant the nasturtium ex empress of india seeds in the ground or somewhere else can you please give me some tips or advice yes tyson uh you can plant nasturtium seeds straight in the ground they're really tough things um Yes, you could plant them now, uh, but I would probably wait till autumn time. It would be the best thing to do. Um, Just uh, I'd soak them overnight because they can be quite hard also, but they'll take off for you. Thanks, Tyson. Thanks for being here every week and asking great questions. So, Christine is out in Stirling. Hope you can help me with my native frangipani. The pictures I sent in early, in earlier shows, some type of deficiency and I've added trace elements a few months ago and it seemed really good until the rain stopped. I do water it regularly. Okay, so um, you shouldn't have to overwater a native frangipani. They have a very deep taproot they do have um verticals but very deep taproot so it should have hit especially if you're out in sterling um, you know it's, it was quite um it was quite boggy out there in years gone past so I think once your taproots get down you should be hitting some water you might find that the soil is is really alkaline um, or really acidic I suspect alkaline and that, in that case, if it is, it will lock up some of the elements, the trace elements, so the plant actually can't access some of those elements that we need uh, or it needs to grow. So I would suggest that you have the soil. So dig down, go out from the trunk of the tree, out to the drip line, in fact, um, which is the end of the branches where the, the drip goes. Go down there, go down about six inches um, and... Uh, take out a tablespoon of soil, take it to your garden centre, get them to test the pH. If they don't do it, you can either drive all the way over to Guildford from Stirling, or you can buy your own uh, pH test kit. It's not hard. Um, And uh, do your own kit. But if you find that it's highly alkaline or highly um, acidic, you will need to do something else and you will need to to fix that soil so that it does. That may be why that's happening for you, okay? All right, so now we're going to venech. Um, and Vinette hi, wondering where I can buy fruit fly netting for my fruit trees from, hopefully affordable too. Well, it's affordable, Vinette, because it's going to save you fruit. There's no point putting in your time, your effort, your money into water and fertiliser and preparing the soil, etc., and then finding that the fruit fly get it. So I see that as rather than a cost, I see that as an investment in my future fruit. Um, You can buy them on the internet, um, you can certainly buy them through our garden center i keep promoting us and i don't mean to be doing that guys but there are other places also we i'm not sure where you're from Vinette but if you go on to this, um, there's there's a, a company called Green Harvest and they have a good range of nets um, rice set are another one that do nets and there's many garden centers these days that are in the areas where they where trees are grown. Um, a lot you'll find that they um, will have nets also'll be able to get them for you. All right. So Margaret's in Belgrave and not many of my tulips came up this year was it the stupid weather or didn't I or I didn't feed them <laughs> probably a bit of both uh, to be honest Margaret so um, it, not so much the weather um, weather can change things and you can and tulips can end up if it's too wet you end up with lots of thrip in your tulips but you see those in the color of the flower whereas you didn't get flowers this year and so i suspect that you didn't um, I suspect that you didn't uh, feed them the, the year before. So when they die down, that's when you feed them. Don't cut the foliage off. Feed them, feed them. They die completely. Then the foliage will literally fall off as you pull them up. I would dig up your tulips um, and put them in the fridge, I'll put them in a paper bag with sulfur on them into the fridge, say six to eight weeks before you plant them out next year. And hopefully you will get some, some so start feeding them before you dig them up. All right. Now, Karen's in Subiaco and I don't have an irrigation system at home. How can I keep my plants hydrated when I'm going away for the Christmas season? Lots of different things you can do. You can actually just get a jar full of water and a wick, you know, like a candle wick, quite a thick one or a piece of um, soft, strong rope. Put it in one end into the water, the other end into the soil, and it will... um, do it through it, drawing the water up from there. Okay, um, you can also put a big bowl of water in the sh- in in around your plants, which will help with the hydration and it'll help with the humidity. I tend to put mine into the shower because it's the coolest part of the garden, uh, the, the house, and then I do it that way. I did notice behind me also in this gorgeous, whoop, this side, Monstera, um, it, there's a bottle um, like a, a lemonade, Coca-Cola, or something like that turned upside down and just a few holes put into the, the cap and then filled up with water and that will just slowly leak into it. So hopefully that will help. Uh, Joe from Pickering Book, I have a big Monstera in a large pot at home. It has been in this pot for over a year now. When do you think I should think about repotting it. When you touch a pot, when you pick up a pot and you squeeze the pot, if it's soft then the roots aren't out to the surface. If you can't move it at all then it's probably root bound and that's when I would be doing it. Um, Okay, Christine, we've got a number of questions from Christine and Gosnell's. What sort of fertiliser should I use for oranges and apples and when should I feed them? Oranges is different to apples. Oranges being a citrus, little more often. Okay, so every six weeks except for through winter time. Apples, three to four times a year. I love a fertilizer called Grow Safe. Anything with a good balanced mineral and some microbes in it is perfect for for, um, feeding fruiting um, plants. She also says she'd like to put up some netting to protect from the birds without deterring the bees. Any suggestions? When you put the netting up, the bees have done their job already. So Just as the flower is falling off and the nut or the fruit is emerging is when you need to put them on, and they have already been fertilised, already been pollinated by the bees. Um, Okay, so I hope that helps you, Christine. Then also we're unknown, but Devon has asked, what is the best mulch for WA Gardens? The best mulch is probably the mulch that, um, that is best for those particular plants, so it's hard to say exactly which mulch. What you don't want is probably easier to describe and what you don't want is a very fibrous mulch that then works in a capillary action and draws the moisture back out of the soil or holds the moisture at the mulch level and all the roots go up into it okay so that's not a good thing uh, so you want something that's nice and open and will hold the moisture in under the mulch I love lupin mulch I also like a carry peach bark mulch Um, and i've had on on various parts of my garden i've also used wood chips although i tend to use less of those Um, but yes the best mulch is what's best for your garden but also let's not get one that has too much fiber in it Uh, now matthew is in uh, melbourne No, I'm sorry, Christine is in Stirling. I'm going all over the place today. Um, I have fertilised the pawpaw but still appears to be nutrient deficient and the native frangipani is looking wonderful a month ago but not so good now. How do I do? What do I do? And I've tried everything. I'm at a loss. Okay, well, Christine, you know, your nutrient deficiency, I think... Um, did we answer this question? I think we may have. It's come in twice maybe. Um, This is where I was talking about your um, soil being either um, alkaline or acid and locking in the the nutrients so that the plant can't access them. So get down to your garden centre, get that uh, tested for your soil and then we'll go from there because that I think might answer a few questions for you. Now, Matthew has asked, and Matthew is in Melbourne West, and my our three-year-old finger lime is only flowering now. Will they be ready to pick in winter next year if they get pollinated? Um, yeah, mine were autumn, actually. Um, but, yes, they should do, um, and they're really satisfying once they come through. Mine is in a, quite a small pot. I need to repot it, and um, yet it just continues to throw flowers out and give me fruit. So um, keep in mind that that every, feeding it every six weeks is except for through winter is really important um for finger limes as well all right so let's uh now have a bit of a a break and let's have a look at a sneak peek of episode three it's the last episode of the best of series check this one out
1: (laughs) Today, I'm going to create a little kitchen garden in a pot using some bush tucker plants. Lily Pillies make excellent hedging plants with lots of different varieties and something to suit most situations but what a great garden. You must be it's so happy. amazing. It
0: was quite dishevelled when we bought the home, and this has really given us something special to look forward to for summer. Looks like a good show. You should have a look at it. Okay, so let's have a look at Plant of the Week. Now, um... I uh, brought in hydrangeas last week, and we talked about them as a plant that's often given at Christmas time. Um, believe it or not, even when it's you know 35 degrees, garden centres at this time of the year are flat out. Everybody's buying uh, presents for their their dad and their mums and their friends. So I just wanted to bring in something a little bit different, a little bit more unusual, and something that you can give to all ages. So I decided to bring in some carnivorous plants. I haven't done this very well, and this is such a beautiful plant when you look at it. This is a sundew. What I want to show you is if I can get it into focus there. I don't know if you can see, but there's two flies right here, right here, um, that have already been caught. So these are carnivorous plants. They're actually really easy to grow. I also bought in what we call a picture plant. It's a little bit hard to see the whole picture. There we go. If I do that, I'll hold it up. Now these are interesting plants, um, and you know all ages love to have them. And of course, you've got your your old Venus flytraps that every second child wants for Christmas time too. But these are just a little bit more unusual. Sundews um, have this uh, beautiful. Uh, leaf with all these very sticky if you touch them you're not really supposed to touch them when you touch them you can feel the stickiness of them Um, and they catch the flies and they literally do in fact we caught one here not so long ago so I've got another I'm going to take home another fly from the guru's studio Um, and then you've got the picture plants and what happens here is the different ones there's a very beautiful purple one that I think is probably the most the best one for um, uh, for catching flies and insects but they have around the rim here, they have a, um, a a scent that they exude off and that attracts the flies and the bugs into them. And then the cap shuts um, and the, the fly goes down into here and it's digested. Um, it doesn't, it won't remove all your mosquitoes, but it'll help if you put it in a, and gnats, the, um, are really good to, you know, if you've got lots of uh, indoor plants and you've overwatered them um, then and you've got lots of gnats flying around, they're really annoying, uh, these will certainly help also. So, yeah, there's some gorgeous little ones. I'm, I wish I could get this as a really good picture, but it's an unusual plant. They're both unusual. All right. So that's uh, get down to the garden centre, get them to gift wrap them for you, And, um, yeah, make someone really happy. Garden Week. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Christmas Week. Okay guess what? We're going to draw the competition. I'm sure you're all excited to hear the winners of the competition. I'd really like to thank Rowan and David and the rest of the team at Garden Express for supplying us with over $450 worth of giveaways. Um, This is all just for our viewers here in celebration of our final live show of the year. This is the perfect gift to to give all of your gardening friends and family for Christmas. And don't forget, everyone's a winner with that extra 20% that you receive on top of the gift voucher be sure to head into garden express website and get your hands on a gift card all right now thank you so much and let's take uh, all right i'm not allowed to look so let's have a look at this so just while we're doing it i want to thank you very much for all your support during the live show this year it's been a new gig for me and i've really thoroughly enjoyed it And um, it means the world to me and the Guru's team that you guys tune in every week. Um, Now, our producer has written all of the entries. She's placed them inside here. I've picked the first entry. So let's draw the names. So the winner of the first of the $60 voucher is Carol and Carol and Kel Tanner. So, Carol and Kel Tanner, congratulations, you've won the first $60 gift. All right, I'll keep that separate so we remember who that is. All right, and another one. Oh, my goodness. So, the winner of the third $60 gift voucher is, ah, Ian Wintel. So, Ian, you have also won a $60 voucher. Okay, winner of the are we on third? Yes, we're on the third sixty-dollar gift voucher. Oh, Christine Talbot, you have won a sixty-dollar gift voucher. Congratulations, Christine. Okay, da 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 da, the fourth and final of the sixty-dollar ones. And this is going to, ah, Christine Rankin, two Christines. So, Christine, thank you very much for entering into the competition. Okay, now for the the final grand prize of $240 gift voucher is, don't look, June LaFrance. June, you are the lucky winner of the $240 gift voucher. Congratulations. So uh, Shaylee will be in touch with you after the show and um, explain to you how you can collect your your winning vouchers. I want to say thank you very much. I've thoroughly enjoyed this year being on The Gurus. I really appreciate the opportunity to work with um, our producers like Shaylee, who's on today, and our tech guy, Russell. If it wasn't for those guys, um, I would just ramble on forever and not get this show closed before tomorrow. Um, They do such a great job, and I've really enjoyed working for them. Um, We'll be back next year with a brand new series of The Garden Gurus Show with plenty of live shows. Remember, you can always jump onto our website and catch up on the previous stories from The Garden Gurus at thegardengurus.tv or the YouTube channel, the same, thegardengurus.tv. Be sure to tune in this weekend for the very last episode of The Garden Guru Show and the last episode of The Garden Guru's Best Of Show. Um, We'll miss you, but we'll see you next year. And until then, Merry Christmas, everybody. Stay safe and thank you for joining us. Happy gardening.